You are listening to the Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show, Orange County's only talk radio show dedicated to featuring nonprofit organizations and their leader, with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. This community talk show airs live on the last programming day of each month on Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net. We're broadcasting from their state-of-the-art studios in the tech space offices in Costa Mesa, California. If you're listening to this show as a podcast, we encourage you to consider listening live during our broadcast times. This show is brought to you by our commercial sponsors, Brandman University, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and Center Club. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs of middle market firms, to learn more about the nonprofit organization serving the needs of Orange County and our global residents. It's great pleasure for me today because I have two guests here in the studio. Our first guest is the Executive Director of the Heritage Museum of Orange County. She is Candace Cromey. Candace, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Richard. And our second guest is the Director of Development, Jim Eckel. Jim, welcome to the program. Thank you, Rick. And let's just set it straight. You can call me Rick from here on okay. out, okay? <laughs> Candace, I want to start with you, and then, Jim, uh, maybe you can add to this as well. But, Candace, can you tell us a little bit about your professional background, kind of your path to the Heritage Museum of Orange County? I'd be delighted. I actually have always been in a for-profit world and uh, about five years ago I was in a position to be closing my business and looking for a position that was going to give me an opportunity to give back to my community. So I was looking for a new job and a new career path and I started working at the Heritage Museum as a event and venue salesperson and after about a year and a half I became the executive director and I couldn't be happier. So was it the right move to go from the for-profit to the non-profit? Oh, completely. Uh, it's just a wonderful experience to be able to reach out to the community and ask for their help and be part of the community in a different way. So yes. it's just wonderful. And we're going to talk about more about the Heritage Museum of Orange County. It is such a cherished part of our history, and hopefully we're going to be able to bring that to life for those of you that are listening in our audience. Jim, I don't want to leave you out. Tell us a little uh-huh. bit about your background that sort of predates and your role now in development for the Heritage Museum of Orange well, County. Well, certainly, Rick. My uh, background includes uh, business financial planning. I'm a CFP by by trade. Previously to coming working as a volunteer with the Heritage Museum, I was uh, director of plan giving for a major institution, nonprofit in San Diego. And um, when that ended, I uh, was asked by uh, Candace to come on board in October with a specific project in mind. That project was to restore the Meg Farmhouse. And we're going to be talking about that. We are. And and development is such an important part for small or mid-sized nonprofit organizations, isn't it? Because it's the lifeblood for anything new and improving that you want to do for the organization. Very much so. I mean, the Heritage Museum has been there for over 30-some-odd years, and uh, we've been serving the community since 1985 with regards to tour programs and so forth. And what business development does is to increase the visibility and awareness of the museum and what it does for the community to the community itself. So we get more and more individuals involved, hopefully some individuals that are with corporations, uh, CEOs that are very much connected to get us on, get on board with us and hopefully provide some assistance uh, to our nonprofit. 
All right, so let's let's we've been talking around it, but for those who may not know or may know of the Heritage Museum of Orange County, but don't know it as the Heritage Museum of Orange County, Candace is the executive director. Can you share with us a bit about what is on the property for the Heritage Museum of Orange County? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, we have about uh, 12 acres on the property. We have two federally protected wetlands. We have some Victorian homes, one of which has been wonderfully restored, and it's really the, the main showcase piece of our pro- of our property currently, and we do about 18,000 students a year through the property as um, and tours from their schools. And uh, we have a working blacksmith shop, one of the two within Orange County. We have the we are the home of the Orange County Blacksmith Guild. And these things that we showcase at our museum are really about the early 1900s and our history there, the agricultural history of Orange County, and why that why Orange County is what it is today. So, the early 1900s. So there were people in Orange County in the early 1900s. <laughs> they probably weren't living in the residence like we are living in now. So uh, it's a period piece, then, what you're saying is the Heritage Museum. It, it is. We are a step back in time. It's a, it's a very serene place when you walk on the property. We have orange groves and beautiful rose gardens and quite a bit of just a wonderful walking space, and it's quiet, and it. It's really a step back in time. We the Victorian homes that are there are from the 1890s, and that time period in Orange County was all about uh, farming and agriculture, orange groves, lima bean fields, all the things that made Orange County um, it what it was in the in that time period. So um, we're just so proud to be able to capture that that time period and, and maintain it for the rest of the uh, ca- residents of Orange County. 18,000 students annually come through. I told you before we went on the air that my wife and I still have the picture of our daughter who dressed up in in, in time, time period clothing, and she was so cute, and it was just so cute to have. Talk to me a little bit about the age of the students and why are schools bringing students to the Heritage Museum of Orange County? Our students are primarily uh, kindergarten through fourth grade, and we meet all of the California standards for social studies and uh, some science curriculum. And, and it's, so, it's just a wonderful opportunity for the students to get out of the classroom and learn in a different way. They actually get to experience history rather than to just read it in a book. And we do things like make butter and wash clothes on a washboard, try on Victorian clothes. We get a visit to the blacksmith shop. And so those are things that students don't typically get to see, and it's just a a different kind of learning that they can all do and uh, really takes them out of the classroom. So I have about two minutes until our first commercial break here on Critical Mass, and I, I I guess as I was learning and listening to you, what was the initiation origination of the Heritage Museum of Orange County? In other words, who, how did it get started? Whose idea was it? Uh, it actually was a collaboration between some student, or excuse me, some teachers of the Santa Ana Unified School District and some city of Santa Ana employees. And there was property that was available that had been given to the school district to always be used for educational purposes, and it was vacant land. And so these individuals got together and decided that they were going to create a space for learning in a hands-on environment about history, science, and nature. 
And so that was the genesis of the project. Were the buildings on the property when they... They were not. They, it was. It had been farmland, and both of the Victorian homes that are on the, on the property were moved there from other wow. parts of Orange County. Wow, that's pretty serious. You know, uh, I'm from back east, and you, when you... Uh, Pittsburgh. And when you think of history, you don't think of California as mm-hmm. having a lot of history, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you go to Europe, and you see what history really is, and then maybe you go to Asia or so- somewhere, and you go, oh, okay, this is even older. And then you come back to California, and you go, oh, this is pretty modern. So to be able to have and preserve some space for us to go back and see how people lived in our county, what, 200 years ago, 100 and some years ago, right? 100, over 100 years okay, ago, over 100, Between 100 and 200 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it really helps, I think, for people to understand how hardy those individuals must have been. In, right that's correct this is it's a pleasant place to be when you have air conditioning and all the things we have today none of that from what i remember is at the heritage museum of Orange <laughs> that's County. correct all right all right we're going to take our first commercial break here on the non-profit version of critical mass radio show and when we come back i'm going to ask you to share a little bit more about the mag farmhouse i know that we talked about that earlier jim you brought that up so candace and jim we're going to talk about that so don't go anywhere ladies and gentlemen we'll be back in less than three minutes here on critical mass non-profit radio show There's something unique. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely, ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's succession-strategies.com. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. At ExitCoachRadio.com, we're interviewing over 100 top advisors to get you one-minute tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new content daily at 6 a.m. and 1 p.m. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who have downloaded our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 11,000 shows during the last 30 days. We here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows can be heard live on Internet radio station OCTalkRadio.net 
or rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes, Stitcher.com, and other business-oriented podcasting services. All right, it gives me great pleasure. We're focusing here in the first segment on the Heritage Museum of Orange County. Candace Cromie, the Executive Director, and Jim Eckel, the Director of Development, are my guests in the studio. Before the break, I touched on the fact that we wanted to talk on the new project you're working on, which Jim mentioned in the first segment, the Mag Farmhouse. Candace, can you tell us a little bit about that project? Yes, we've actually had the home on the property for about 30 years. It's never been renovated on the inside, and it's a 6,000-square-foot home that's just crying out to be used, and it will be the perfect space for us to have exhibits and different kinds of uh, activities at the museum that we currently don't have space for. for it. So it's just going to be a wonderful addition to the museum. How does it differ from your other homes that are on the site? Uh, it's really it's a country home. It was the home of John Mag. He was a very prominent orange grower, and he had a very large family. He had 10 children. Uh, so the home is large. It's 6,000 square feet. It was built in 1899 for $10,000, which was, was which was quite a fortune in those days. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, it has wonderful large rooms and uh, just would be a perfect place for exhibits. I wouldn't think of a of a, a Victorian home of that t- time period to be that large. That must have been something special for them to be able to build it. And mm-hmm. um, Are there any special exhibits or anything else that you're planning that will be in there? For people to see, Jim? Matter of fact, there is. Um, why this has creates so much urgency to get this house restored at this time is the fact that a couple of uh, years ago, about 18 months ago, uh, Candace was at a California Associated Museum show, and at the show there was a Smithsonian representative, and the Smithsonian representative was looking for museums to uh, possibly host a future uh, Smithsonian exhibit. So Candace applied, and uh, she won. Congratulations. Uh, Smithsonian exhibit called Journey Stories. And the Journey Stories exhibit will be coming to our Heritage Museum at the end of September. And it will be here from six weeks, from the first part of October to mid-November. So we've got to get our house ready, if you will, right. to be a proper host for Journey Stories. Wow. Okay. Well, that should put some urgency into the uh, organization, huh? It does. Yeah. It does. Well, that's exciting. Anything else you'd like to share about it? Well, I think once that uh, exhibit is, is gone, then we actually will have this wonderful place to do other kinds of exhibits. And we've been contacted by other museums and organizations that have traveling exhibits that they would love a place to, to show them. And so we would be that wonderful place. Right. And, uh, and so I, I'm going off script here a little bit, but I, I, I'm curious, are there, other, are, there, is there, are there associations for nonprofits that are historical in nature like the Heritage Museum of Orange County say for in California you know other counties and cities that have historical uh, landmarks like that are there any associations for you guys to collaborate I mean the Smithsonian everyone knows mm-hmm. the Smithsonian but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering more locally are there um, yes there is and actually the company that's bringing the the Smithsonian exhibit to us, the Journey Stories, is actually an organization called Exhibit Envoy. And they are part of, they're funded by the California State Humanities Council, and they, they handle all kinds of wonderful traveling exhibits, historical, natural history, and so we will be working closely with them, as well as we've been contacted by the Holocaust Museum, uh, we've also been contacted, we have another exhibit that we currently have, it's um, about 
uh, in the 1940s, there was actually a, a really prominent desegregation case in the Cal- in California history, we, and we have that uh, waiting in the wings to be showcased at the museum as well. Great. So we have some things coming. Thank you. And this is a total tangent, but um, the last time I was there, my wife and I were marvel- marveling at the beauty of the properties, just, mm-hmm. just the way that's landscaped and what you have. Do people hold events, weddings, or any of that kind of thing happen at the We have lots of those kinds of things. Uh, We are a wonderful venue for weddings, and it is one of our major resources for funding. Uh, We don't want to be considered only a a venue for weddings, but it is, unfortunately, in these times, we have to look at ways to earn money, and that is something that we can do to help improve our bottom line. Right. So anybody that's listening in the audience today that maybe has a son or daughter that's getting married in the future may want to consider the Heritage Museum mm-hmm. of Orange County as a possible venue, especially if they're looking to have, I think, an outdoor, right? Exactly. Yeah, beautiful outdoor venue. We are venue. an outdoor venue. Yeah, yes, so that's correct. A lot of people like to get married outside. And, so. and just to add, we have, uh, over, we have seven educational programs that are available on the site. Okay. Uh, from fifth grade, focusing on social studies, history, and the arts. Okay. Probably not during the reception, though. We, we, you wouldn't no. be doing that. That's not a part of the deal, is it? Okay. You can get married here, but you got to go through right. the butter. Make your own butter. Right. Make your butter first. <laughs> Bridesmaid, get over there and make some butter. Out of butter. I'm just kidding. We wouldn't do that. We'd make the grooms do it anyway. Um, so, Candace, I wonder if you could share, you know, you've had a lot of for-profit, now non-profit experience. You have leadership experience. Mm-hmm. Do you have a guiding principle that you're using as you lead and grow the Heritage Museum in um, Orange County? You know, I think the biggest thing that I've learned through my my tenure of of working is that life sends you a lot of challenges, and the best way you can deal with those challenges is being flexible. And because of the kind of organization we are, flexibility is really important and always looking to find the correct answer. So I I really know that there's no roadblocks. Uh, We just have to keep looking for the correct answer. And that's a transferable experience from for-profit to non-profit, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it really is. There's, there's a lot that can be applied from the for-profit world into the non-profit, which is really helped by having a professional board, right? A board of people that exactly. are invested in helping the, comp- helping the organization move forward and realize their dreams. That's How are you doing on your board? We're always looking for wonderful new board right members. Answer. All right. And we're going to give out how people can find out about it. So if there's any listeners out there who are predisposed to wanting to be involved in nonprofit boards, the Heritage Museum of Orange County may be the one if you're into history and kind of that connection to the county. And education. And education. And preserving the past. And preserving the past. Most you, definitely. Candace mentioned challenges. And, Jim, I'm wondering, is the responsible for the development mm-hmm. aspect of the Heritage mm-hmm. Museum of Orange County, can you share with us maybe current challenges that you're facing at the museum and what you're well, doing about it? Well, right now the um, the museum's uh, biggest challenge is visibility and awareness, and shows like yours, Rick, will always do a, a good uh, will help us right, right. to uh, to uh, get the get the word out there, uh, gain more visibility. But I'd like to say development, especially nonprofit development, is always something that is uh, sort of like a, a series of disappointments. Occasionally interrupted with a success, <laughs> and anybody Sounds who's like listening sales. who's in the nonprofit development field will appreciate that comment because it's true. Right. And what one has to do is just keep going, keep going, keep going, because it's that last person you talk to is going to give you the relationship that you need to start to and to cultivate that relationship, and hopefully get a you know a gift from that relationship. And then after that, then what you do is you steward that relationship. Right. So these are you know terms of the nonprofit world. That uh, are very very similar to the uh, for profit as relates to uh, going out and seeking business, but you know what we're we're looking for is mainly 
uh, donations. And the donations comes from individuals. It comes from corporations, uh, grants, private foundations, community foundations. All those uh, can, uh, of course, make a contribution to the Heritage Museum. Right. And a term that I learned um, from, uh, I know, a mutual good friend of ours, Carol Stone, social enterprise, finding ways for nonprofits to create revenue streams that are independent of a donor base that you control, that kind of are predictable. Has the Heritage Museum of Orange County, have you been able to find social enterprise ways to drive? It sounds like renting the facility for mm-hmm. weddings is a perfect social enterprise activity, right? It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's about half our revenue overall. Okay. So it is a huge part of what we That's do. That's impressive. Half. That's a it big is. number. Mm-hmm. And and by opening up the um, the Mag Farmhouse into a cultural center, that'll present even more opportunities sure. for you know parties and fundraisers and dinners because the house is has a, it has a kitchen and we have plans in phase two to turn it into our turn our kitchen into a commercial kitchen. Oh wow! So we can have lots of part, hosted parties and. Yeah, events, events yeah, and themed events, themed I can events see that. and so, so forth. So talking about that, you brought it back up, Jim, which is great. You're talking about the Mag Farmhouse. What do you see as far as a celebration when you have the grand reopening of it? Well, I, I see, my, I close, when I close my eyes, I see uh, a ribbon about 10 feet long with a great big scissors. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, the notary or the literary of the Orange County, uh, maybe some supervisors, some uh, politicians and business leaders in front of that, all cutting the ribbon and welcoming the Smithsonian Museum to the Heritage Museum and the Meg Farmhouse. Well, I just want to say here on the radio, when that happens, please invite me. I'll be happy to come and cover it. I go to those events. I get audio. I interview people that are there, and then we come back, and we'll do another segment on the radio show discussing what just happened that evening for people who aren't able to make it. So that's my offer to you, okay? Thank you so much. I love it. love the cover. Thank you, Rick. Okay, we have about three minutes left here on the program. So, Candace, I just want to ask you, can you talk about the future of the Heritage Museum of Orange County? What, when I have you back in a couple of years, what's going to be different, bigger, added to it? Oh, I think the the biggest difference will be that the Mag Farmhouse will be open, and we will actually be able to really do a lot more things that most people would consider museum business. Things like the exhibits and um, other cultural events, even poetry readings or. Authors could come and t- discuss their latest works, those kinds of things that are so important to our culture and improving our life in a way that you don't get from TV. So right. I think it's just a really, uh, it could be a really wonderful boon to the museum. Well, you know, Orange County is such a unique county. Uh, we've discussed that here on the radio program before. It, it, it feels like to me that many, most of the cities in Orange County have become, have, are willing to be subservient to the idea that they're in Orange County. I can't. It's hard for me to think of another county in the country that identifies itself as Orange County, mm-hmm. right? But we do see ourselves as this. I think this giant melting pot mm-hmm. of of cities and communities and unincorporated areas, and so we have this identity of Orange County, which should really be cherished because it it mm-hmm. is it's a very unique place, isn't it? It is a very unique place, and and the history really is so much for goes so much further back than the fifties and sixties, and that's I think so many people think that's kind of when we began, and we didn't. We started much earlier than that. Right. And I and I, I said it earlier, but I'll say it again. They must have been a hard, a harsh kind of. The people that could survive in Orange County during those times, <laughs> having been to your understanding the limited resources that they had, I hope they liked oranges. Although I do love the smell of orange blossoms, right? <laughs> it's one of the best scents going. It is. Your it place is. must be just beautiful uh, during blossom season. It is. It is. Okay, so we've, so we've talked about the Heritage Museum of Orange County. 
How, it, how do people find you online if they're listening to it and going, well, I'd like to learn more about the museum? How do they Google you and find you? What's your URL? Uh, our URL is uh, heritagemuseumoc.org. And uh, wonderful website. We are also on Facebook. And, you know, we're always updating, and we have some new things that we're always adding. So well, keep, keep looking. Thank you. I'm sorry to talk over you, Candace, but right. I want to thank Candace Cromie, who is the executive director, and Jim Eckel, who is the director of development of Heritage Museum of Orange County, for one, being a friend of the program, and two, being a part of the critical mass business community. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure having you on the show, and continued success with the museum. I can't wait to come to the Mag Farmhouse opening. I'm going to thank our commercial sponsors for the radio program. They are Brandman University, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and Center Club. Our engineer for today's show is Paul Roberts, the new granddad, Paul Roberts. Our producer is Crystal Nunley. Our guest coordinator is Kathleen Shepard. Our social media manager is Asia Celestino. And I'm your host, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about Critical Mass for Business or we'd like to refer a future guest, visit our website at criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Until the next show, I hope all of your decisions moves your company in a positive direction. You've been listening to the Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show, Orange County's only talk radio show dedicated to featuring nonprofit organizations and their leader, with your host, Richard Franzi.